Hey guys. How are you doing? How are you doing? Um, what's going on? What's popping from your head? So, <laughs> um, I'm really excited to, you know, just come and give you guys all the gist, all the fun. <laughs> like, literally spilling all the tea. <laughs> and, um, I think what stands out for me was a conversation that I had on Tuesday. So I'm sure you guys must have probably might have heard that I work with a fashion brand and most times I am at the display store where customer comes into you know where clients comes into shop and um sometimes they kind of help out in the styling the coloring what goes um what would be great for their event and so on and so on so my people <laughs> let's have the dramatic laugh first this client of mine walked in very cute lady i must confess and she was like um she wants to know um, the price range of our tops. Um, she wants to know what our prices looks like, and I was showing her around, you know. And she was like, "Oh, okay, she might have to come back." You know, the salary earners in the house, and she was just kind of like placing her um, her rights on them, like her stamps on them, like, "Oh, I want this. I want that." And I was like, oh, okay, when you're ready. And I was like, okay, when are you coming? And she was like, oh, maybe next week. Now, that is not the point. Why checking our clothes and me trying to, like, un- explain the colors that we go on her? And, um, okay, yeah. So she picked out a very colorful top. But the top is kind of like a jacket. So... She asked me what would be the best color to wear underneath. And I said, you know what? You just have to go black because this is like very powerful. This is very colorful, right? So you don't want to be like all in people's face. And she's like, nah, she doesn't wear black. She had mentioned it before, but I just thought that, oh, you know, you just, um, (laughs) you know, some people not like to wear black plus um she's dark skinned however the twist came around when she said it was because of her faith i know right <laughs> i'm sure you are shocked as i am but um, i was like oh interesting let me hear more of that because i am surely very um intrigued by the different theories people have you know when it comes to faith when it comes to belief you know religion i like to um i think generally not just faith i like to understand what exactly propels you to act in this certain way that you're acting the things you do what are the um forces behind it what is the engine that keeps you running so she just we just um, she got down to talking <laughs> and somehow it became a conversation so she was telling me that oh um in her church she doesn't they don't wear 
<laughs> they don't wear black they don't wear dark colors and i was like hmm wow so what colors do you wear then and i got around to asking her about some other colors and she was like no they don't really wear red but who so how are you gonna be sexy how are you going to be very attractive because you know, i mean we all know what happens with the red dress what happens with the black dress <laughs> the black dress i'm sorry guys i'm not exactly a whole but i mean if you want to come out looking very stunning you don't really have to reveal just wear a red dress <laughs> you know so when she told me i don't wear red like, oh okay what's the name of your church and just like she um attends the celestial and i was gobsmacked okay and so i just kind of wanted to know more like genuinely like no more and she just began to tell me that um these colors they represent darkness they are not good like they have like dark energy um around them and so she goes on to telling me about the colors of her church and she was like um blue she kept mentioning blue as a color as the color you know even when she wants she picked a blue top she was like oh can i wear this with blue jeans and i was like oh <laughs> as though she was like blue i was like oh and you know blue is for like the holy one i was like hold up i thought blue was like the color for royalty and she was like yeah like um you know when you are in the priestly lane like the holy stuff blue or white you know and she made reference to you know how um other churches you know they wear blue like she made reference to catholic she made reference to anglican how the priest wears like a white belt you know and then from there we we got to talking about you know just other things and just like um um just shows like other things like unholy there are some kinds of food that she doesn't eat she made mention of okra soup like you need to see my reaction to like jaw drop like ah oh! like that's like my second favorite soup because i love okra i love okra so much because it's it's very easy to cook <laughs> it's very easy to cook to put together but then there is a taste you have to get you know you can make the okra with you know normal one and then you can make it like an okra vegetable kind of soup like where everything is kind of alive which is one i enjoy most you know and just imagine it's going down with a very nice ball of going down your throat ah oh my god you are missing so she said she doesn't eat okra like even if you you don't cook okra but as far as you've used the same pot um you used the cooking okra previously or ever to cook another kind of food she's not going to eat so she was telling me how she's very particular about eating foods in people's houses in locations you know and how most of the times when she goes to people's houses let me say for like a short stay she goes with provision I'm like hmm, um how does that really work out for you you know people are not very um 
happy or elated to see that oh you're not eating the food that they cooked especially if there are people like me that are like very together oriented it's all about being together like if you come to my house we're literally going to eat out of your plates you get so she was like um she kind of found her thing you know and then we got to talking about you know your parental background and so she said she asked me about my background first and I was like okay um my parents my parents parents which are my grandparents the they are mostly anglican like even to you tomorrow if i travel to the east for let me say christmas you know celebration we attend anglican and then but like the church i was born into is not necessarily anglican because i was born in port harcourt and was raised in port harcourt before i came to lagos a few years ago so i was born into more like a deeper life a deeper lifey kind of church situation <laughs> we started from deeper life now this lady said it's showing on my face like they don't have brows and i'm like rude like you're so rude baby <laughs> because what do you mean by you don't cover brows at that time i was so embarrassed because <laughs> i have not recently had like a trim on my eyebrows i mean i, I do like the I like the concept. I like the idea of having a thick brows because I've always had a full brows, and I recently got to trimming it. And it's not coming from a church kind of thing because I'm currently not attending the life. Do you get? It's kind of like my personality thing. I've had this fear that oh, if I go to trim my brows, if I go to like a brows um, technician or whatever they call them, they might not be able to get me what I want. You know, so. It's been really <laughs> discouraging for me. So I'm like, mm. instead of them coming to come and mess up this beautiful thing that nature has already given to me, nah, I'm not doing it. They can keep their razors, they can keep whatever thing they use, and I'll keep my lovely brows. But recently, I think last year, yeah, last year I had to attend a fashion show. And um, I think last year was the year I met my girlfriend my girlfriend like my female friend <laughs> please i am not gay <laughs> so i met her and she was like Mm-mm, we ain't doing that we are not doing this thing here so um it turns out she was really great she really understood um where i was coming from i just needed it to be neat i still want my full brows you know and she she did it for me she has done it for me like a couple of times now and i'm still kind of waiting for her to come and do it again because i don't even trust myself to do it so imagine how i felt when this young kitty lady just came and was like saying no you look like a deeper life i'm like no no that's racist baby (laughs) if there is anything like that so um yeah (laughs) i was embarrassed and um I was like, hold up, hold up. I'm going to correct you right there. I'm going to correct you. And I thought that, um, no, not really. Because right now, I'm not necessarily attending Deeper Life. Deeper Life is a very good church. Like, it helped me when I was growing up. Like, that was like, you know, when it comes to decency and all of that, it's part of 
the stuff that made me who I am today. You know, I want to look great, but I also don't want to do that by showing off my skin to the entire world. You know, so look like do not judge people. Like because it can come from your personality stuff, it can come from your you know for from who you are, your style as a person. You know, and she got to asking me of my church. <laughs> my lovely church. <laughs> Covenant Connect. It turns out she knows my pastor. And I'm like, okay, finally you're getting something right. Finally, finally. <laughs> so she was just like telling me about herself that oh she's attended um various churches before. And um when she heard from God directly, according to her. So this is not me saying she said she heard from God and that God told her that this is where she is this is her place before him and i was like wow because i'm just standing there and looking at this beautiful lady and she just isn't you know confident she's so sure like she's like this is it this is where i am and i quite i mean if nothing else i admire her confidence in saying that that oh god spoke to me and said this is where i'm like okay wow you know hmm. i got told her she was like confused um, she was angry. She was like, oh, so she's not going to wear shoes to church. <sighs> but um, after some point, she, you know, started to adjust. And when people around her, they were like, hmm, hmm, hmm. You know how in Nigeria, so nobody likes to always do hmm, hmm, how like something is smelling in the air. So she was like, now they are seeing the evidence. They are seeing the testimonies. I'm like, oh, okay, good for you good for you i mean it's it's great that you have your thing all figured out for yourself and this if this is what you believe fine i mean go ahead with this i totally respect that you know i'm not going to come here and say um no no (laughs) i mean i'm quite busy with my own spiritual life like trying to figure out where um where god wants me to be the exact position and place and from there this lady got to telling me that all oh, that when god speaks to me that i'll find the place you know she was not really clear on the place in quote she was being very ambiguous but you know now as a sharp guy that i am <laughs> as a sharp guy that I, am, I knew where she was going to so i told her excuse me ma i believe it's all about being where god wants you to be i personally believe that we are not all going to be in the same place you know i believe god is um planting people in different places to achieve the work that he wants to do and um i'm quite satisfied with where i am now i mean when i started attending covenant connect i was not very serious yeah i wasn't very serious in fact i can boldly say that i got i got serious with covenant connect in the year 2022 2022 ends itself i was not serious so some i would like be at home for months and i'll not go to church and i really did not like it i wanted to be more serious with god i wanted to like get back on my feet and just start pushing and start doing it you know just start i had difficulty praying and I wanted to pray. Like sometimes I just be at home and I'm like, oh God, I'm so down. And I just cry because I'm like, God, 
I know this is not where you want me to be. So help me, you know. But as time went on, we kind of had like a, a prayer. I think I'll keep saying this testimony. We kind of had like a prayer um, meeting. Yeah, it was. I think it was a six or seven hours prayer. I can't really remember. But there, like. Baba God, you guys help me because it's in this life, especially doing Nigeria. If you don't have God, if you are not holding God strong, hmm? <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. You have to have a God. <laughs> you have to have God that's like backing you up. You know, like you can just have like intimate conversations with intimate relationship with you need a sense of guidance and i feel like this true sense of guidance can only really come from god you know so i'm very happy i mean i've i've made quite progress at least now i can pray <laughs> i've got to pray like ah at times i'm like ah ah it's really <laughs> yeah and um i've i've been having recent um confirmations like it's been back to back back to back i can just be having this moment where i'm really confused about uh, stuff and then i just go to church and my pastor will just preach about it god bless you so and you just got to prove a point that see if you are serious with god he's going to be serious with you. god loves you god loves you god loves the world However, I think God wants us to be more intentional in our relationship with him. You know, just be intentional, be out there. Really take your time. He wants that. And I think that's, see, the whole Christianity, Jesus Christ coming to die for us. Oh my God. I've started preaching. I'm so sorry. It's part of it. Now, the, the whole reason why Christ came to die for us, the whole thing whatever thing we are doing hmm? it's relationship relationship with your maker relationship with your creator he just wants that relationship you know that's um communication you know that romance because our relationship with god ought to be a romance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i mean we are the bride <laughs> the church is his bride so we we, we get to be you know bashful we get to be needy we get to be you know also hardworking, virtuous you know just different shades so yeah it's, it's all about and I'm, I'm really grateful for where i am anyway um so this is just a conversation i had with this pretty lady you know okay um honestly honestly when it came to um her beliefs it's not what I believe, yeah. But, um, I mean, I've had... I've been present in a place where the conversation about this church is not very positive. Honestly. Yeah, negative. Like, But I have never really inserted myself into that space where I'm, like, judging now. No. Because, I mean... <laughs> I cannot come and see the gates, and I know this sounds like one-sided, and you know, um, not being on any place, just being, you know, on the fence. But honestly, I don't think I'm in a very good place to judge. I mean, I think we humans, we are not in a good place to judge. 
you know however but it just um it opened up my eyes for me to really understand people's faith people's belief from a different perspective and i learned a new like i learned a whole lot about her church just having that conversation with them because you know some of the stuff i some of the notions like you know when you're talking to people you get to have notions and get new notions about them we are really wrong you know she really emphasized on um sanctification you know being clean not putting your hands in you know dirty stuff because according to her once you walk in to the church they are going to find out you know and then she made mentions of not going to church week period and i'm like hmm okay i mean that's like a new information even though i don't know what to do with it but i've never heard that she's like no she can't go to church for like a week and before she returns to church she has to go do sanctification and then um i was curious a little bit a little bit like what exactly is the trans is the sanctification ritual like but then i was like "Mm, zikora you do not need more information that (laughs) <laughs> that you can handle like then you can really get to you know mine so yeah it really opened up my mind you know it really made me see some things it gave me new knowledge it was a very interesting um it was a very interesting conversation really yeah <laughs> it was it was i mean now that i'm thinking about it it was it was a very interesting conversation and um so yeah, I better go by and uh, I think I've gotten a client. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you are in a workspace, it's really good to um, have these conversations with your clients. You know, it just helps build like camaraderie. You know, it builds friendship. It builds trust. You know, and so far she likes she liked our pieces. And it was great. So guys. <laughs> last week we talked about friendship and you know the unwanted feelings that happens in your male besties i mean is it really safe to have male besties um we found out that it was not it's not really safe to have male besties however i personally i'm not going to stop having new besties because i mean I'm, I'm more comfortable when i talk to these people and i feel like it's very they help me understand the male's perspective better you know than for me just seeing from my narrowed um woman view you know and uh, i'm not gonna stop i'm gonna i'm going to keep having male friends they are really great to talk to especially if you, if you find the good ones ah they're really matured <laughs> they are really matured so tonight i'm going to be doing more of reading out um stories you know of people that have been in the same situations where they're in a friendship and and um mm, <laughs> male or female they are in friendship with an opposite sex and somehow that person developed a feeling developed feelings for them or they developed feelings for that person and how they were able to deal with that so um we've got like three stories i don't know <laughs> i don't know uh, but 
I'm just going to go ahead with it. Stay tuned. Hey, hey, hey. I'm back. Like I never left. I'm back with our real lives story. I said lives. Well, there are three of them, so they're actually lives. <laughs> so our first story is from Esther. Hi, Esther. And Esther says, My own experience was with a mentor, a minister, someone I looked up to for guidance and advice. During the first three months of our relationship, everything was going well. However, progressing towards the fourth and fifth month, he started developing feelings. I sensed it, but I pretended not to notice. I dismissed it, giving one or two reasons of my own. Going towards the sixth month, his attitude began to change towards me. He started giving me the special treatment even when we are in the midst of other people. On a certain day, same scenario, we are in the midst of people. He stood up, came towards me and hugged me. He said some stuff like he liked me and he wanted to be with me. I was perplexed and laughed it off. Suddenly, he kissed me. I was short of words. Later that night when I got home, he sent me a message saying he was sorry for the sudden kiss but that he has been trying to control his emotions but just couldn't today. And from there we got on a call and he asked me out. I knew he was a kind person but I didn't exactly have romantic feelings for him. So I told him I was going to get back to him and that I couldn't give an answer just yet as time progressed we got closer and as we did i got i caught feelings for him and we started dating but my part more cautiously i wanted to be sure that this guy was not playing me i asked him of his intention in the relationship and he said his marriage i honestly told him that marriage is good but i wasn't quite ready for marriage which he replied saying that it was okay and i could take my time everything was going well until i saw a text on his phone from a lady it was a romantic text and my countenance fell i felt quite stupid and thought he was having a serious relationship and he was just playing with me I didn't confront him face to face. I left it, but my mood obviously changed. And when he noticed it, he kept probing to know where exactly the problem was. I didn't respond for a few days. But when he kept asking, I told him that I saw a text on his phone. Which he brushed off as nothing. He said it was not really serious. I already know him to be a very jovial person someone who is free with people around him maybe too free but i told him that i was not really comfortable with some of his freeness in quotes 
and that he should limit it he reassured me and we've been dating and are still dating to you today wow esther mm, that was <laughs> that was a very um that was a great story like there was a sudden twist on my end like when i read um the point where he said and he suddenly kissed me i was expecting like you know like a slap and he suddenly kissed me and i immediately like gave him the slap of his life that you will never forget <laughs> Wow, Esther is such a Esther is such a chill girl. Um, do I have any comments? Not sure. Let's uh, progress towards the next story. So the our second story is from Timmy. Hi, Timmy. Timmy says, my own experience was when I was in hundred level. I met a guy who was redoing his hundred level because of an illness. So I decided to get close to him so that I could learn from his experience and knowledge. We became cool friends and then close at some point that I was helping him in his journey in and out of the hospital. He'd call whenever he went to the hospital and I'd go visit and help do some things around. At some point, I too fell sick. I was sick for a whole month. And the roles reversed. He called me to give updates on what happened in class. He was writing attendance for me, doing assignments for me. It was crazy. We'd be on a call for about five hours every day. On one of these calls, he told me he had feelings for me and would like to take the friendship to another level. When I heard this, I felt distant immediately because he's not my type at all. I did not want him as anything more than a friend. I felt this irritation when I thought of him and what he said. Ultimately, I cut off some of the things I did freely with him previously. We were just friends and I had hoped he would understand that. I still helped him out when he came to the hospital stuff. We've benefited a lot from each other, so I thought it right to still be cool with him. But something is lost. There's now a wall between us, a boundary. Till date, from time to time, he still talks about me dating him, but I think he now understands where I stand. Wow, Timmy. Timmy sounds like a boss lady, like a no nonsense lady, like don't give me that crap Mm -mm. this is not what we came for (laughs) and i kind of i'm thinking her vibes like it's really attractive you know and um i think i also kind of understand where timmy is coming from because there are male friends that are really really great really really great but to you even if the world flipped upside down like you cannot imagine any romantic thing with that particular person you just want them to be your friend you know just be where you want them to be they should be there they get and these are people that you tell stuff about yourself which you obviously would not tell someone you potentially date because we have this we girls we have this thing where there's some stuff we would tell this you know someone like you're not dating me like i'm not seeing him as a romantic 
um i'm not in a romantic future with this person so we just tell you stuff like some true stuff like oh insecurities and all of that and these are things that we will not tell someone that they think oops i may date this guy or stuff so after telling this guy all this stuff and just being in that space with him for him to just wake up one day and say i have feelings for you i have feelings for you ah it's like a betrayal of the highest order <laughs> like it's so infuriating like mm-mm. don't cross there this is where i wanted it to be and somehow you know if you look at it it's this perspective might seem very selfish but honestly it is real because personally i have been there i have male friends where that they are so good they, they are nice like when it comes to relationship advice they give the best advice they are the kindest soul on earth no not someone that i am sure that if i ever if i ever decide to you know just imagine dating this person this person will treat me right but somehow i just cannot you know have that picture of doing anything romantic with this person they get so especially there's something i do like if you're my male friend and you have a girlfriend who good for me like i will be so happy because I, at least you're dating someone and <laughs> you know so from time to time so even when I'm, I'm having i'm in a friendship i'm in a relationship with this my male friend i from time to time i bring up his relationship to like just stylishly remind him say oh god you get baby you better continue yourself you know and then even when let me say my male friend goes through a breakup i'm i'm there as his friend to help him through it if he needs assistance i still try to be you know at that point that point is a very dangerous point because when there is an outpouring of emotions if you're not careful feelings will form at that point you know because men they hardly they hardly get vulnerable they get and when they get vulnerable something always stays after it's either it's a decision when they are done it's either it's a new feelings you know just either there's motivation somehow something forms at the end so i try to be very very good even if i'm we've all agreed that there is no friendship with the opposite sex that is safe from unwanted feelings but i still try my best to be very you know careful to make sure that hmm, at that point i'm just i'm there for you but i have to find a way to you know just navigate the whole stuff so see me I hear you. I hear you, man. Like, and I totally respect you. <laughs> I totally respect your energy. I mean, it might sound mean when you said oh, you felt this irritation, but I mean, our feelings are valid, right? So, <laughs> and now, drum roll, please. Going to the last story for tonight is Isaac's story. So, when I received isaac story i was kind of excited because i mean these two stories i have just read out they are from girls you know they are females so i was really excited to just see stuff from the male perspective and just see how everything (laughs) is going and um yeah so isaac as he said we grew up as kids and i had fallen head over heels for her at a very young age i had a crush that i successfully sustained for at least eight years eight years until i was 13 
and decided to tell her I liked her. The first time I grew the balls to say it, she had hidden her phone under the bed because her dad stepped into the room. So while I was pouring out my heart with a borrowed phone, my friend's phone. <laughs> Things were happening. By the time I was done speaking and said the words, I like you, she came back on the call, apologized because she didn't hear a word I said initially. My heart sank and I didn't even know how to start that entire journey of confession of love again. So I did what you think. I held it in for a few more years. The feelings grew deeper on my end. She smart, so she knew and low-key was waiting for me to speak up. While all this was going on, I remained a good friend calling to check up, visiting her on Sundays, and spending hours talking in person. Seeing her amazing smile, that killed me every time. I bought gifts on her birthdays and stayed close to know what she likes and dislikes. Four years later, and your ball is still crushing. I was 18 now and already had my first girlfriend when I was, when I was 16. Because at some point, I gave up and considered it mission impossible. But after I and my partner separated, I continued the silent, not so silent hunt. She knew I was dating and I was a little concerned. Maybe jealous. (laughs) April 2017, hot afternoon found me at a friend's place. And we're talking random stuff until a picture of her came up and we both were in awe. He looked at me and said, I had nothing to lose if I told her how I felt. So I did. I was gracefully let down because she wasn't ready for a relationship and was actually planning on leaving the country. Prior to the letdown, I got subtle signs from her via some of our texts to actually say how I feel. So I felt insulted and stupid because why give all these signs that seems like the feelings were mutual only to say no? Did it affect our relationship? You bet. Did we stop talking? Definitely. Did I get angry? I felt played, man. (laughs) I feel you, brother. I feel you, brother Isaac. (laughs) Okay, let's continue. For a few weeks or months, I stopped talking to her, but it was hard because we attend the same church and we're involved in similar extracurricular religious activities. She eventually left the country a few months later and I broke. However, she sent a text and we talked about what happened in 2017. She explained how it wasn't the best timing and long-distance relationship aren't really hurting. Yes, she gave subtle signs that suggested interest but was well aware it wouldn't have worked out. Call it a clash between the head and the heart. The head won. Ever since, we've been close friends without regards to distance. Video calls and texts checking in on each other 
and long gist about the cards life had dealt us. You could say we navigated it a lot smoother and are closer now than we were. Hmm. The irony. We are better friends now and have experienced life so deeply that what we went through in 17 felt like nothing. The perplexity of love eventually bowed to time. We could say time healed us and made our friendship bud into something more beautiful. Wow. Wow, Isaac. <laughs> so this is love. Mm-hmm. This is love. <laughs> wow, this sounds like a very like a very long story. Like I'm reading this story you know and i'm already rooting for you guys like i can't wait like what i feel like just bringing her back <laughs> from wherever country she traveled to and like i'm come back here you have to date isaac because imagine having feelings for someone that long like how many years this is like 12 years now mm-hmm. 12 years that's like half of your life and Isaac that I know is like he's still a young man so, <laughs> so 12 years he spent energy and time crushing on this girl like I need to see this girl like I need to eat <laughs> wow 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 like this is really really crazy like and he says a lot about you Isaac like being um a lover boy you know <laughs> these are the ones that are like mama I'm ready to die for her. <laughs> like, I'm already seeing some kind of um, Bollywood. Yeah, I've seen some kind of Bollywood kind of drama with some Korean emotions. <laughs> Everything mixed together in one pot of love. Because this is really not easy. There is nothing um, more stressful than emotions, like emotional anxiety. Even if he was a child. You know, like he started crushing from when he was a child. Like, my God, you just see this person and you die. You die every time you see this person. And when I mean die, you die in a good way because you like what you see. You like everything about her. But it's as if something is very close to you, but you can't reach it. There's nothing as frustrating, you know, as that feeling. And then imagine the kind of disappointment this young man had to go through after borrowing his friend's phone <laughs> to tell everything i'm sure you must have like written everything out you know like you are the moon in my dark nights you are the sunshine in my summer <laughs> ah, only for him to realize that this girl did not hear one thing he said in fact I think that was the first heartbreak. Before she rejected you, you've like you've already gone through heartbreak like series of times because ha my lord, my lord, my lord, <laughs> my lord. I think it's very it's very beautiful in that we get to just experience these emotions because they are really not easy you know especially from a guy's perspective that's what I, I think that's why i was like excited to see a guy just have feelings for this girl you know this was kind of like the story i was looking forward to just something like this you know and 
these three stories they have like different angles we have esther the innocent girl who could not land the slap when somebody suddenly kissed her and i think somehow you already like this person when you said you liked him but you're not sure my dear feelings can be very tricky sometimes you know plus there is a lot of respect so we can see that esther is a respectful girl because amy let's move on and now we have timmy who knows exactly what she wants so she's she's reacting from a very strong point of view no regrets Mm -mm, we are not supposed to cross you know so and then we have isaac the lover boy (laughs) but i think these three stories um helps us to you know solidify the notion that um we do not have control to feelings development in relationship with the opposite sex you know when we are friends with the opposite sex we cannot control what's going to happen you know any day these feelings can just spring up on you and say hi bitch you know so we just have to ask ourselves is this what we want and if it's not what we want we say bye or we try to salvage the relationship you know i'm really um i think i'm really happy it showed from this isaac story it showed that they, they were both mature they talked about it so the girl is not actually a bad person you know because she called and she explained everything and i think that's very very realistic because sometimes we tend to deceive ourselves and i'm sure this guy must have liked isaac back but you know as a girl we got form you know so she must have liked him back but by the time isaac finally got the courage to confess his feelings she already had other plans rolling for her and she just said let me not deceive myself this thing will not work so instead of you know because she recorded and see other guys too and there is people this time relation does not really work you know from people but personally i want to be enveloped in hugs do you get so distance relationships where you are just from farm only seeing your face idea co-work or co-work <laughs> so yeah uh, that's it on today's episode guys <laughs> see you next week thursday same time frame bye